Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven's Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah. So make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, I ask Coyote Thunderhawk about family unity. I ask about the importance of family unity, especially in these strange times we are living in. Enjoy. Well, family unity is the most beautiful thing that, that I can think of in, in the sense of sacred entities. You know, I think of family and I think of Mother Earth in that way, you know. And so family unity and and being able to 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 have that well sometimes there's a strong mom or a strong dad in the family and they unify everybody but possibly not everyone is unified possibly it's just because there's a strong person that wants that family unity and somehow people gain values and and things through that okay and 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 a healthy format you know, and then there's there's the the family unity and and what I have strived for, and it's by no means perfect. I'm you know this is my my third marriage, my second marriage with children, and so at this point in this relationship going on, gosh, you know, uh, we've got an anniversary coming up this month, June here, 2021, June 14th, and it's something where. We still work on it, but when everyone is aware that they have a contributing position to the family, only then can there be true family unity because family unity only goes as far as each individual's contribution. So one person cannot create family unity. One person can somewhat manipulate and control, but they cannot create family unity even though there might be some you know, extensions of value from that like I mentioned. Okay, but when it comes to family unity, again, it only goes as far as the contribution of a, of a conscious contribution from each and every family member, knowing that that's what creates the unity. So toxicity. Wow, it's everywhere. Okay. If I was in a family in which I have extended family and I, I stay away, I, I won't even go close. To me, it's like toxicity. Okay. I smell it miles away. I stay away from that. Okay. And when it comes to me, it's okay. It's not like I don't love these people. It's not like I don't care for them. But when people are unwilling to make changes that can perpetuate them towards things that they seem to want to leech out of other people, it's strange to me. And so when they're unwilling to take the reins of their own life and say, look, I can get to this and this instead of saying, well, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you do that? And years and years go by and then they're sick and they want out of this life or things like that. It's like, wow, this is weird. Why would we live an entire life? I mean, 80 years, let's say, okay, that could, that's a good long life, say, right now, as far as what we can understand on this planet. And why would anyone want to die in the same mindset, you know, of, of, of ignorance that has nothing to do with being excited to take that step into eternity with a conscious mindset, knowing, and I know that horrific events happen. People die in different situations, but when we're at an aging place and we know that we're passing because of just natural means of how we just die, okay, maybe a system fails out and we just die, but we're knowing we're getting there. So sometimes we get this angelic communication going on because they know too. 
And so people can kind of get excited. But when we have a conscious awareness towards that, see, that's family unity too. And so when we're thinking about this on all perspectives and what it's lending to our posterity and what it's lending to our ancestry and what has been lent forward from our ancestry down through our posterity even. So we've got to come to some sort of conscious awareness that says the only way there's going to be anything better around here is if I better myself. That's just the bottom line. I think that's really cool because you always hear, you know, you just said it yourself, but also you're talking about how the family is, <laughs> you hear in business, you hear in so many different situations, even at school, teamwork. I was hearing teamwork, but you don't really, I've never really heard like a family say, hey, we're a team in here, you know, let's work together. And I, I heard a great, well, I read a great acronym to a team, and I think it was together everyone achieves more. And I, I loved that when I read that. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And I, so I think that applies to that family unity is, is yeah, teamwork. <laughs> it's a team effort. Well, no, it works in a lot of different ways because even when everyone is conscious of, of their position as far as contribution, and that's the, the blessing that I have in my family right now. You know, and at this point with 13-year-old daughter and 10-year-old son and the way that they place themselves into that understanding is beautiful. And I, I think it's, it's a, a wonderful way to live. The interesting thing is that we're all susceptible to emotional content. In other words, all of a sudden we're, we're like, well, God, I don't feel as all giddy up as I did yesterday kind of a thing. Some people say, well, there's your, you have your up days, your down days, or good days, bad days kind of a thing. But where's everybody for you then, you know? And so let's say that one of the family members are struggling, you know, and it's like, geez, why are you being so rude? No, 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 no. Okay. It's more like, you know, hey, you know, uh, it just seems like you're a little quiet today. I don't know anything I can do to assist, you know, because sometimes when we put information to our, and, and these are real deep embedded habits uh, of ancestry lent down where somebody might be coming down the stairs and it's the first time they're being seen that morning by the other family members perhaps and they're not quite awake and maybe the mom turns around and says what's the matter with you today and then that acts to the child in an energetic manner and then the child defensively wants to push that energy back and says something like, there's nothing wrong with me. Well, you sure sound like you're mad. Well, geez, that just sure transitioned in some strange way from nothing being there in the first place. So we've got to get real aware. Yeah, I mean, it, it's this is so much deeper because belief systems and habits of our upbringing with our parents and siblings and how that trickles into our when we become a husband-wife kind of thing and we're lending favor to raising children who can grasp hold of all these other topics that we talk about from truth detectors, you know, to, to you know, certainty, you know, to love, to whatever. And so it's a lot of self-discipline because if you're not accountable, you won't have family unity, guaranteed. I would like to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have a particular topic matter that you would like to hear, please send me a request at InsideTheRavensEye at gmail.com. Also, 
make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com and check out the services they provide. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in Conversations with a Shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell, and we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.